Hello. And hello. Welcome to is this episode five? Episode five it is. Of Adderall and Alcohol. Alcohol. Yes. Um the alcohol I'm drinking tonight is some apple pie wine that my sister gave me for uh Christmas that I forgot I had in my fridge. So it's pretty tasty. It tastes like I'm drinking an apple pie. That sounds delicious. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway, I probably shouldn't be drinking because I went out last night and did some karaoke. And yeah. I had a few. And you're quite the rock star at that. Um, well, I don't know that I would go that far, <laughs> but uh, I enjoy it. But uh, I had. A little hair of the dog? A little hair of the dog, I maybe? I had a little bit of a headache this morning. It wasn't bad. I didn't drink a ton, but I. You know, I just don't really drink that much. So when I drink, it's usually it's, a little bit painful. A little bit. So anyway, and you're not in your twenties anymore, so you don't pop back like you used to. Um, I'm not in my thirties anymore because I just turned <laughs> forty. Gia, <laughs> so. the big four zero. <clears throat> oh God. Anyway, well, that's a uh, that's definitely a, another topic, though. You're you're officially. 40. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Over the hill, I guess. I mean, I don't even want to do that, but sure. Yeah. And right. while we're recording, um, speaking of being over the hill, I am wearing <laughs> um, a beautiful eye mask to try to help with those wrinkles under my 40-year-old eyes. So it's the beauty of doing this from home. I, I'm pretty sure you're going to have to <clears throat> post post that picture. She already shared the picture because we want to create the... Uh, the ambiance, even though we are not oh. in the, I have already know. put it on our Instagram account, actually. So because you're so on top of things, it's up a lot. It's to up speed, and up. our Instagram is Adderall Alcohol, by the way. So, anyway, all right. So, what are we talking about today? What has your week been like? Well, um, I'm going to start with a conversation about pencils. Pencils uh-huh. is, is, is just all I have to say. It's like a, a curse word these days. Um, inability to bring one would be my major rub right now. Um, sure. So, you know, um, you're at school and you show up to class and you don't have a pencil. So you can't write anything. So that would be a problem. And now, usually so this... Keep- do they keep their supplies in their desks at your school or in a locker? No. Like, what's the situation? No. So I do teach at an intermediate school. And so we do kind of start giving the responsibility to the kiddos. They don't get to like live in their desks like an elementary student. Okay. But they have um, pencil pouches. A lot of the kids have these elaborate ones that they keep their things in. And of course, yes. those are the children that bring their pencils every day. Um, but they, uh, they are responsible for bringing it from one room to another. They bring their whole, like it's a binder with multiple classes, folders in it and stuff. So we, we have it all in one central location for them. Gotcha. Uh, or, or they're supposed to, let me, let me say that they're supposed to. Yes. And so, um, yeah, so they show up to my room without a pencil. And so, you know, the, the biggest thing. The funniest part is that this is never brought up. I, I start my class every single day with a warm up, and it might be like a very short brain teaser type problem, or it could be a couple of problems, just a spiral review. It just depends on the day. Um, 
but they never bring up the fact that they need a pencil until that's over with. So they should have already written something. And oh, then they, like, like let's there say the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Cool. I mean, it's just totally perfect. It's exactly what I was hoping they would do. And I don't know if they're like sitting there trying to fumble around and find one, but I'm not like a crazy lady and I'm not going to jump them. Um, for letting me know they don't have one. But the longer they wait, the more I just kind of look at them. And I'm just like, okay, at what point did you realize you didn't have a pencil? And why are you just now bringing this to me? But I just, we taught together at a Title I school. Um, Pencils were a problem there as well. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, Title I school, you know, I I understood uh, some kids were just, I was glad they were at school that day. You know, it, it was a big thing for them to get up and go to school because nobody was at home making them go because their parents left for work at the crack of dawn. And not to say that my current school does not have situations like that as well, where kiddos, because uh, I'm at a school where there's only about 6% low socioeconomic. So it's a very low percentage of students um, right. that fit that financial uh, threshold. Um, but again, no pencils. Um, yeah, it's same problem. So I'm just trying to say well, that, you know. Yeah, it's always a problem. I, I pull kids out of their class. I do pullouts. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry, I can't. I'm yeah. a middle school person at heart, and I can't say pullouts with a straight face. But anyway, um, so I don't. I generally just supply them with pencils because I'm pulling them from their class, and I don't want them to bring a bunch of stuff with them. Yeah. And, uh, but I think it's hilarious when you've been like writing stuff down. I personally handed a pencil to each child in the group. And then someone will be like, Hey, um, miss, I, I can't find my pencil. And I'm like, but you've been sitting there and I, I handed you one. I know I can't find it, but you wrote stuff down. I know. And now all of a sudden it's gone. Like, but where did it go? Like, what? <laughs> you were literally just writing with it and you have not gotten up out of your seat. Like, what do you, I'm so confused. And it happens on a, a daily basis. That's, that's daily. pretty amazing. Well, I did have a student um, just this week in the same situation. She borrowed a pencil at the beginning of class. So, you know, good, good that she recognized right away she didn't have one, borrowed a pencil at the beginning of class, got up to go to the restroom or, I mean, you know, get it to Kleenex. It is flu season. And um, during that time, came back, sat down and couldn't find the pencil. Well, I mean, I'm sure it rolled off the desk. No one had taken the pencil. We weren't doing like a group activity where they may have borrowed the pencil, but she came up and was like, I need another pencil. I I don't know where the pencil is. And I'm like, well, listen, I don't have another pencil right now because I mean, I'm in the middle of giving instruction and it's not that I'm standing there and speaking to my kids all period. Like, let me stand up in the front and teach all period. I move around and we do different things, but right in the middle of me talking is when they come ask for a pencil for the second time in the same class period. And I'm like, have you looked around? And then sure enough, the kid sitting at the table is like, it just rolled on the floor. It's right here. But twice in that day, I got interrupted. Anyway, it just baffles me. And then when they borrow the pencils, and it's not just the kids that borrow the pencils, but I've been through not one, not two, but three electric sharpeners this year. See, I 
can't handle that. You've talked to me about this um, not on the podcast, and I just feel like these kids are doing something to get your goat. Uh, they've got, they're taking, they're, they're breaking it on purpose. Well, they've got to be breaking it on purpose. Okay. Well, I'm, to be fair, um, I think many of them do not have experience using the sharpener. And the reason I say this, one of my good friends, and I'm sure she's going to listen to this and chuckle. One of my good friends teaches in another pod in my uh, school. And so same grade level, and they do not allow their children to sharpen their pencils. Um, they, at the beginning or at the end of every week, they have a mom come volunteer and it's different moms every week, you know, PTA moms, the moms come up to the school, they get all of the kids pencil pouches and they open them up and they sharpen every pencil inside. And then that way, the following week, the kid has like 20 or however many pencils are in the bag. They're all sharpened and ready to go so that little Sammy or little Susie can okay. get there. So I need you to understand that this is this has been a problem for other people. And so they've hired out moms to do this. So I feel yeah. like I know you feel like But it's like not I'm a crazy. matter of them not knowing how to do it. Like, let's be honest. Well, they you push in too the hard. in the hole. Well, yeah, but they push in too hard. Or they just... But you're not having that problem. They're putting it in backwards. Okay, now, so the, the, yes, my most recent one, they put it in backwards. The one before that, a child put liquid glue in there. That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. And then the one before mm-hmm. that, um, the one that I started the school year with actually was left over from last school year. And it just kind of got where it was sharpening a little wonky, but the kids were pushing it in too hard. And I was like, I mean, it actually still works, but it sharpens better on one side than the other. So it probably just needs to be tweaked, but ain't nobody got time for that. So anyways, I just, pencils, pencils. And and I, Oh no. Okay. When, when I taught math, Middle school math, I remember one year I went through a thousand pencils before Christmas, Christmas break. break. Yep. Oh, I totally believe and you. And I about had a heart attack. And um, I got to the point where when I was in a portable one time, I was out there for two years, kids would get to my room and immediately ask for a pencil. And I was like, I don't have one, um, but you just walked across a blacktop to get out here. So go back outside and I guarantee you. I guarantee you could find like two, maybe three really good pencils because kids just throw them on the ground. They just throw them. They're like all over the, all over the ground outside. Oh yeah. So I'm like, go, go on a hunt. Oh yeah. It's like an Easter egg hunt for pencils. Well, I had a student the other day hearing me lament about people borrowing pencils all the time. And the kid said to me, I never at, like, he's like laughing and he's like, I never ask you to borrow a pencil. And I'm like, I know. And I said, is that because you bring one every day? And he goes, no, I never have one, but I just walk in and look on the floor and I grab one and I, and I use that for the day. And it's probably someone from first period that left it behind. It's not, he's not stealing someone else's pencil. He's just problem sure. solving, which I guess I can respect, but I just, I'm trying to figure out, and you and I both know that um, one of our favorite uh, teachers that we've taught with over the years, um, well, we don't teach together anymore, but um, he, um, 
he was a coach, but he still uh, was very lovingly um, enforcing the lack of pencil problem. And so what he would always say to the students was, so when you got on the bus this morning, where did you think that you were going? <laughs> I love him so much. And the kids would be like, um, school? And he's like, exactly. So showing up to school without a pencil is like showing up to the mall without a wallet. You don't do it because the whole reason you're there to go to the mall is to buy an item or, you know, or he would use like some, and he's like, so don't ever get on the school bus without a pencil. Like that's, it's all you need, you know? And uh, he would also like point to the door when you're walking in and be like, did, did we just walk into Walmart? Whenever the kids would ask for a million things as soon as they walked in. I don't remember. I'm not good at doing his little smart ass things that he would say, but it was amazing. No, but it was so perfect. And the kids oh, would just look at him. I know they would just look at him and, and, but his point, he was right. Like what? And again, please. Where do you think you were going? Exactly. Like where, how, how was showing up without a pencil an acceptable thing? And again, I need, I need everybody that's listening to understand that I am not trying to hold a child accountable for a pencil that their family cannot provide and yada, yada, yada. Oh, they would have their fidget spinner though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They'd have and their, their $140 Jordans. Oh. But anyways, let me just yeah. say, she just said that she went through a thousand <laughs> pencils before Christmas break. So we are people and those are all purchased by us. So this is not a, a um, you know, some... We make really good money, though. We make bank. Let's talk about that. So, <laughs> I mean, of course we're going to go buy a bunch of pencils and uh, whatnot. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I do talk to my students a lot, and I'm certain they get tired of being compared to my own children. But I tell them, I'm like, listen, I don't, I don't ask my children if they have pencils. I just assume they do. But I also have backups at my house. And then I tell them, if you ever run out, let me know, and I'll go get you more. Like, it's super simple. And both of my own children carry around little handheld sharpeners because you can't count on a teacher having a functioning one because of what other students do, you know? And I... I I hate that that's what's going on, but it's true. So, mm-hmm. anywho, so pencils, pencils the are bane going of our to be the, the, the bane of my existence currently for yes. sure. So, I mean, we've talked for over 10 minutes about pencils. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know, we could, I, st- I could go on. I was going to say, I still don't know if I feel any better, but... Um, <laughs> All right. Well, well we, we hit that one out of the park. That was. Oh, you know, look at that. Hit that one out <laughs> of the park. <sighs> All right. You, All right. Your, your little technology that you just did brings up our next topic, actually. So, and what's that? Uh, that's uh, the deal with kids these days and how they're different than kids that were my age, I guess, when I, I mean, I guess, what am I trying to say? When we yeah, were kids. when we were kids versus kids today, how they're different because of technology oh, different. and they learn differently and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So how yeah. do you feel about that, Leanne? Oh, yeah, they're... <laughs> Sorry. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I, I just feel they're so different. I just think they are so different. I'm I'm sopping with sarcasm here, like biologically different. Well, no, that's 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 going to be a negative. <clears throat> but I just think that people 
um, you know, we go to trainings and we hear people say, you know, these kids are different. They're not like us. They're not like when we were. And now when I hear like an older teacher say that, and I don't want to sound like I'm super young and hip. I mean, I've got kids that are middle school age, so I'm not that young, but you know, when I hear like old school, like retirement age teachers, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I don't want to sound ancient myself, but kids still have to learn things, you know? I mean, we still have to learn how to to spell certain things and we still have to learn vocabulary and we, we have to know what things mean. Right. But the fact that they have access to technology at their fingertips does make it unique in that way. So I don't want to criticize technology because it's, it's super helpful and, and it's a great resource, super great resource. Yes. When it works, when it, when it works, let's talk about that. And I know our last episode, we had a, uh, (laughs) I love that, uh, that got such a rousing, the truth is though, the last episode we did, we talked about attendance and, um, still a sore spot with me, but I'll get over it. But you know, when the technology works, sometimes the attendance technology doesn't work then what, mm. you know, like, what are we going to do? Is the state going to audit us and, and come after the district? Cause our technology was down. I mean, anyways, right. But, um, so yeah, when the technology works, that's, that's a whole different, um, issue. Um, but then you have the students that are utilizing technology in a bad way, you know? And so it's like, it's just such a thin line between what we can allow. And then something crazy happens. Like you, let them use their phones to uh, access a game that you're playing in class. And then you look up and see somebody Snapchatting. And so then you have to take the phone and then you're the Wicked Witch of the West. So it's just a, I don't know. Um, Right. But if you try to teach old school and don't incorporate it. Yeah. And have them memorize, then you're, you know, a bad teacher. So I don't know. But memorizing is still important. Like, that drives me crazy. I mean, some things still need to be memorized. Please understand, Google is my friend. Oh, love it. And I have become, as an adult, I've become very lazy about memorizing certain things that I would have done when I was younger. So I get it, but I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. I think we still have the same brains. I think maybe things are a little bit different as far as, our attention span. Oh, sure. And that's for adults too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting that we've taken like cursive and uh, handwriting out of the equation because it's people think that it's unnecessary for learning, but well, you, it's actually a way to make your brain connect different pathways um, in a better way and help you remember stuff better, actually. I think. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Well, and at, at my school, they in the dyslexia program, they make them write in cursive, which I think is interesting. You're taking kids that have the biggest difficulty flip-flopping letters and you're making them tie them together in cursive writing, which other kids aren't even doing. So I'm sure there's, I mean, I'm certain there's research behind why they're doing it, but none of the rest of the kids have to write in cursive and the dyslexic kids are encouraged to do it. So I thought that's interesting. Yeah. But I will say, do you use, um, well, probably not anymore, but I use Quizlet a lot. And um, Quizlet is cool because my own personal children use it when they're trying to study vocabulary words. So instead of having to actually write out flashcards like we used to when we were kids, they make the virtual ones, which are super cool. So like, again, I'm not sounding like some fuddy-duddy. 
yeah, I'm not a fuddy duddy, but uh, I totally see the use for a lot of those things mm-hmm. um, in the right context. And so um, Quizlet is one of those really good ones. And then you can make games out of it um, so that kids can practice. And that's fun. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you'll have the occasional Snapchatter or. Uh... No, I, I I brought in my personal um, Chromebooks and Kindles for my kids to use to look stuff up one day. And yeah, I got I like 10 that. notifications on my email from Amazon uh, from kids purchasing apps to go on the Kindles that, and they were supposed to be looking up uh, restaurant menu items because they were making menus. And little did I know that's what they were doing. So that was super exciting. Thankfully, the stuff that they, quote, purchased was free. So it didn't end up being um, a costly mistake. <laughs> right. But I was, I'm like, God bless America. Like, I I feel like I thought I could trust you to do this. And then it was, anyway, whatever. But so, no, I hear you. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't sometimes. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, (laughs) yeah. Well, I, uh, I think we sound like buddy daddies on that one, but that's a okay. So I just don't think we're, I mean, I did mischievous. I still do mischievous stuff. I don't know. I mean, I did mischievous stuff when I was a kid. I did. I still do things that I'm like, I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. So I get that. I don't think we're that different. I then, kids were, you know, 20 years ago. Are we? I mean, I don't, I don't think know. We Gosh, are. 20 years ago. I say 20 years ago as if I'm 28. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I love that. Well, uh, listen, we're just going to keep oh that up God. because if you say anymore, it makes you sound older. Um, yeah. and, and I'm, not, I'm well, just, we already know how old I am. Well, but so that's a better pill to swallow for me. But the, the truth yeah. is that, um, no, I think it's the exact same thing. It's the same mischief, the same, those kinds of things. You and I were doing the same thing. Um, but yeah, it's just. But people say, oh, they're so different. They're so different. Like, I don't know. I was kind of an asshole when I was a kid. And well, and, and the truth is, know. it's the same stuff that cycles back through. Like this whole right. necking thing. Necking, which if you're really old and listening, you're thinking like people are kissing. No. Necking is like. That's what I thought you were talking about. Are you serious? I don't know what that. I don't know any other oh, term. Gosh. I don't use the term necking. No, what is, you are no at our. Is last that where the kids where slap each together. other in their necks? Yes, in the neck they call oh, it necking. I didn't know that's what um, they called it. Or or mosquitoing, <laughs> but like all that stuff just cycles back through. And I'm like, you guys, you got, and and the kids that I teach now think that they're the like first kids that ever did it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. my first year teaching kids were doing that. They like do this little thing with their hand. They're like they call your name and then they put their hand down where they. If they put their hand below their waist, then they then you have to slap yourself in the head before they yeah. get to you. It's like what? Oh, we what? used to do that with the circle. You'd make like the finger yeah. thumb circle, and if you looked yeah. at the circle, then you got to punch them. But if yeah. they poked your finger through, if they poked First. their finger through, oh god, I need to start playing that again. Maybe I should do that with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and just poke it and be like, boom, I get to punch it. <laughs> That's hilarious. They'll be like, anyway, I never saw that right. coming. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's the same stuff just, you know, and so that's, it's the same thing. Kids think they came up with that. And then they also think they came up with like all these secret, like gestures across the room and then meeting outside in the hallway. So anyway, it, that kind of stuff has not changed. I mean, it's the same. You know what I think is it's really just funny? the access to other things. I'm but, getting off topic and I apologize for that. No, I love it. But um, when kids lie to me, um, like, oh no, I didn't do that. And I like literally watch them do it. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm like, are they, maybe, did I not see that? Like I question, question. my judgment <laughs> because I'm like, but I swear I just watched you do, you know, whatever, you know, that I told you not to be doing. And they're like, no, I didn't do that. And I think, was I that terrible of a liar when I was a kid? Cause the the inability to lie well is shocking to me. But well, I'm gonna I don't know. Yeah, I okay. I'm only gonna speak for myself here, mm-hmm. but um I wasn't that brazen to lie when I knew I had been caught. Like I was one of those people that like Yeah, I don't yeah, I feel like when I was about fifth grade, which is what I teach, I started a food fight in the cafeteria and I did not when I did it, I wasn't like, I bet this starts a food fight. But a friend of mine like dropped something on my tray and then I ended up kind of getting a little upset and threw some food. And then of course, chaos ensued. But um, my thing was when I was questioned about it, the cafeteria monitor saw it. So, I mean, I yeah. pretty much knew I was just telling her what she already saw. And so she's like, I just saw you throwing the food and then it created this big ruckus, you know? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, she made me mad because she dropped this thing in my tray. But I mean, I was just straightforward. And I I mean, I knew I was in trouble. And I mean, it wasn't big trouble. It wasn't like I was going to, you know, in school suspension or something, but I ended up getting lunch detention or whatever. And, you know, that was that. But I didn't think to lie because I... But if I had lied, I wouldn't have, I just don't think I was brazen enough to look at the person who just watched me do it and tell them that that's not what they just saw, you know, because I wasn't, Yeah. I don't know. I, I, and, and so when kids do that, cause that has definitely happened to me where the kids will look at me dead in the eye and be like, I didn't do it. And I'm like, I just watched you, you know, yeah. push their pencil off the, you know, and they're like, no, I didn't. I'm like, no. I just saw it. I watched Um, it go down with my own eyeballs. Yeah. Like I watched the whole thing happen. Like, it's not like someone reported this to me. I watched you do it. So, um, I don't know. I, maybe other kids were doing that, but I'm pretty certain that that wasn't me as a kid. But if any of my former teachers, I know I would love for someone to be like, please call uh, me on it. Yeah. No, Billy, you were the worst liar on the planet. And I'll be like, okay, good to know. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I do know I am a terrible liar. Like yeah. I have a very hard time, a very hard time lying. Yeah. I will. So, you're, you're not, you're not good at stretching the truth. That's for sure. I mean, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no, actually, <laughs> I've tried to help you. I've tried to help you like tell a white lie about something that legitimately did not matter. And you're like, I don't know if I can do that with a straight face. And I'm like, well, I could do that because it's not consequence. Yeah. Like, the consequences of that little white lie is nothing. Like, it's not like, uh, I feel like there's a Chris Rock comedy bit about that. Like, you know, guys lie about like whose house they were at and a girl's lies about whose baby it was. <laughs> Okay, not that kind of lie. I'm talking about the kind of lie that just doesn't really matter, but it just 
Yeah. You know, just, and, and you, you, you always look at me like, yeah, I can't do that. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, because I, be, here's my you know. reason, because I can't just say, oh, I did blah. I have to say, well, I did blah because of this and that and the other, and this is what led up to, like, I'm a storyteller. I can't just tell a fact. I have to give the background information behind it. I need to learn how to not have that mouth diarrhea. But anyway, oh, well, sorry. Well, and then people might, and then people might expect you once you tell your little fact, if they want more info, that's really going to mess with you because yeah, then you're going to like, well, because they know, you know, Billy's about to tell the backstory and she didn't. Yeah. So love yeah. it. So anyway, well, um, so tomorrow you have no kids because it's a holiday, a school holiday. I have kids tomorrow. Well, that's going to be a jolly good time. I I have a holiday and I we're going to have to this episode is we that pencil conversation was amazing. Can we talk about it? It's all good. Um things happen. Okay. No, we can so, still do the last um, thing that we we're My next about. topic I that I would love to discuss is subplans because something which I don't have to do anymore. I just want to rub that can, in your face for just Can a we second. just talk about it because if okay. I could punch you in the face right now I would. Because yes, I you know understand that my job is probably not going to be around that much longer, so I'll be right back <laughs> into it. <laughs> but anyway, well, all right, so continue. I'm trying to think of another job that is this stressful to miss, like that you're just better off like yeah, to take it, a day off. I'm trying to think of another job because like growing up, my dad was a doctor, and you would think you know. Doctors, yeah, God, that's got to be stressful to miss. Yeah, but you just cancel your patients. You just, they just can't come. Like if the doctor's office were to call me tomorrow, like if I had a doctor's appointment tomorrow and the office called me and was like, hey, the doctor's sick, they can't see you. I mean, what are you going to do? Right. You know, you're going to get furious. I mean, the doctor's sick. And if you're sick, you don't want the, you know, I mean, whatever. Or if you're well, you don't want a sick doctor making you sick. It's just, anyway, no questions asked. But with that being said, I'm pretty certain my dad never took off a day of work. Like, I cannot remember him ever being sick. I'm pretty sure he was Superman. But with that being, I, I just, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why it's so much work for teachers to miss. Because we put together these elaborate sub plans. First do this, then do this. Everybody's going to turn in their paper, blah, blah, blah. And then something magical happens when the sub shows up. What What is it? And like... <laughs> Like nothing happens on the sub list, depending on what sub you get. I mean. Oh, like they don't you, follow your instructions. They don't read it at all. Yeah. It's as if they were not literate and they, or they, I mean, like, I don't know. I, it's just weird. Yeah. I could go on and on about it, but I've had friends that miss because of sudden illness. And so I go over and I'm like helping their sub and their subs are panicked. They're like, there's no plans. And I'm thinking, do you read them? So I, I didn't know subs read them because the majority of the time they're not doing what, what I, I'm asking. And and I try to make it so simple. Like I don't want the subs to have to do anything crazy. So I try to make it super easy for them. And, and sometimes I just tell the kids, don't turn the papers into the sub. Just wait until I get back and then turn it in. I really do swear I yeah. try to make it easy. No, I hear you. I was a sub for a little while, by the way, um, and I subbed elementary school. I did it before I got my first teaching job, and I thoroughly read uh -huh. my sub plans, and I would even grade papers for them. Um, now, well, you're a dream sub. I mean, so we're not all that bad. I've had, oh, and please, again, probably sounding like a fuddy-duddy. God. 
one of my best friends that was one of my student teachers, uh, or I now have a second one. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, churning out student teachers, but I had a student teacher years ago and she subs and she's a doll and I have plenty of subs that are amazing. So I don't want to sound like every single sub is that way because they're not, there are some amazing subs and I absolutely love them. But then you have ones where you, okay, so that's the, and those are the ones where you're scraping plans together because your kid is sick or because you can't even hold your head up. And so you cannot go to school. And so you hold your head up long enough to type up these plans and then you email it to your friend, co-teacher person who's going to print it up for you and hand it over. That's the kind I'm talking about where you're just, you show up the next day to work feeling so or whenever you get back to work, you're just, right. you know, grateful that they came. Please understand. I'm grateful subs exist because when you have to miss, you have to miss. Anyways, and then exasperation if they don't follow the plans. But no, I got to the point. Life goes on. I got to the point when I was still a, a regular classroom teacher where I would actually, and it actually saved me time, but I would record. Yes. I didn't even do sub I mean, I mean, they were very light plans, but I would actually record a video of the activity that I wanted them to do with the kids and um, and then tell the sub, like, show this video. And if you need to show it three times, I don't care. But um, I don't know. That, that ended up being something that helped me. But um, I – it took me a while to feel comfortable enough to do that because then you're like, okay, are they going to be able to turn the computer on? Are they going to be able to show it on the – are they going to be able to project it? Are they going to be able to do this, that, and the other? But um, once I finally started doing that, I felt like that saved me time and effort and and I felt like it wasn't a completely lost day, which sometimes I feel like happens. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it does. Yeah. You have to – you have to have the right mindset going in. Like, look, no matter what happens, I'm just grateful that I was able to, you know, not. Yeah. I, grateful to be able to miss, to take care of whatever you need to take care of. So, I mean, I don't want to, again, I'm pretty sure after this episode, I'm going to listen and be like, I'm such a fuddy-duddy. But it's not, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to say that they're all horrible. It's just sometimes you feel so, you you put together and, and put all this thought into trying to make yeah. sure that the sub has an easy day because you don't. Yeah. It, I've never been a sub, but I know that sometimes kids are incredibly disrespectful. And I can remember myself as a kid uh, not being rude, but always being like, that's not how Miss Rankin does it. Yeah. You know, and the, and the, the sub's like, well, I'm not Miss Rankin. And I'm like, well, exactly. So uh, I know how it is. I absolutely know it's got to be difficult oh, yeah. and I respect what they do. But anyways, I do have to d- put together sub plans because we are doing a training. Mm. Um, For what? And so, uh, well, that's a whole different story, but it's okay. supposed gotcha. it's supposed to be helping us do some project-based learning. Um, but Mm. our school is kind of weaning off of that. And so we're going to use the training to do some other things with it. So Mm. a day at the admin building. Fun, fun. Well, I, I will have lunch for longer than 20 minutes. Nice. I want to, I want everyone to know I might take 30. I might chew all of my bites. Well, part of why it's been so long, I know that's hilarious. You won't have to swallow whole pieces of food. Part of why we've been so behind on our podcast is I was out for a whole week with the flu and um, understand that if I would have had to do sub plans, I probably wouldn't have taken a whole week. But if I 
hadn't taken the whole week, I can almost guarantee that I would have gotten like sick again quickly. And I'm still not even recovered. And it's been two weeks. I'm still having issues. Yeah, you were very, you were pretty sick. And it probably has something to do with children licking the table or, which I'm pretty sure I talked about that before, (laughs) or putting their mouths on literally everything. Um, Anyway, whatever. So. Well, we are, we are absolutely, absolutely living the dream. Um, And so I think we're. I think we have a, a a solid episode that people can hopefully laugh with. Um, teachers out there, the pencil struggle is real. Uh, Ticonderoga, yes, best pencils in the biz. Folks, send us. I love Ticonderoga. I mean, seriously, send me some pencils, Ticonderoga. I will say Ticonderoga every episode <sighs> from here on out. You guys are the bomb.com. Your pencils are the best. It's a Dixon brand, right? Like Dixon makes Ticonderoga. I think it says Dixon on them, but some of the Dixon pencils are crap, not so Total great. Crap. And it's and I mean, but I think it's the same brand, so we don't. Okay, I'm well, I'm being you, careful. But Ticonderoga, I I love the green tip. Have you used the black Ticonderoga pencils? Those are my son's with favorite. The green yep. metal. Oh yeah. Oh my god. They sharpen like butter. And then, but then you end up with the ones that are like some generic off brand. Nope. It's like, okay. Nope. It, they just aren't the same. Is that not hilarious? Like, did you ever even think about that as a, no, as an adult before you started teaching? Like, could you give two flying flips about which pencil? No. And then, can we also, since we're, since we're still in this pencil, we got to end with this. <laughs> we had book fair this week at school and I love my librarian and I love the book fair, but I had a kid come in with one of those floppy pencils. Like oh God. it, it like goes into all these shapes and stuff, but then yes, he's trying to sharpen it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, by the end yeah. of the class period, I kid you not, the kid just walked over and threw it in the trash. It was hilarious. <laughs> I wasn't mad at him. Like I wasn't mad at him, but he was like, this thing wasn't meant to sharpen. This thing wasn't meant to write. You can't even hold it because it flops. And he just walked over and threw it in the trash. And I was like, that is so perfect. It was a crappy pencil and he recognized it. I loved it. I had a kid bust out with like a two foot long, thick pencil the other day. Oh yeah. That happens too with book fair. What in the heck is going on? Isn't that heavy? Like they complain about having to write something that, you know, is a paragraph because, oh, my hand's hurting. I'm like, that would hurt my hand holding that giant log, but I don't know. (laughs) More power to you, buddy. So. Love it. Anyway. All right. Until, uh, until next time, people. The pencil struggle yeah. is real. Send us your oh, stories. We're do? forgetting to say, send us your stories. Email us at oh, yeah. AdderallAlcohol at gmail.com. There's no and. Nope. Adderall. <laughs> yeah. And is it? All right. <laughs> yep, there it goes. All right. Hashtag Ticonderoga. <laughs>